Hello everybody, my name is Justin van Nooy uh, and welcome to my podcast. Um, I'm a first year bachelor student uh, on the Wageningen University on International Land and Water Management. Uh, and I'm joined with my good friend Jelle Blans. Good morning, my name is uh, Jelle Blans. Uh, I'm really glad to be here. Uh, I'm also doing the study International Land and Water Management at the uh, Wageningen University and Research. Uh, I'm also a first year student and I'm uh, doing a little conversation today with uh, Justin. So Justin, uh, give uh, give us a small uh, introduction to your uh, theme. Yeah. Well, my theme is um, drought in the land, Netherlands and I was inter- interested by this um, because I also did uh, a case early in the year for another subject about a very severe drought in South Africa where many people were affected by and it was um, at one point that bad that um, water had to be shorted and um, well there was like um, all the civilians had a water budget so they could only use about 60 liters of water per day. And do you have some examples of uh, drought in uh, the Netherlands? Yeah well in the Netherlands uh, since a couple of years actually since the like the global warming issue started, have been um, suffering from severe droughts, uh, way more than before. Um, and especially in the last couple of years, also in 2018, we had a very severe drought in the Netherlands. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, you remember that? And, um, well, it was not that bad as the one in South Africa, but it, it came close. And um, at one point, there were seriously worries about uh, from the government if there would be enough water for the population um, and, um, and this for year the farmers. and for the farmers exactly um, and this year there's also severe drought in the Netherlands mm-hmm. um, you might have been experiencing it yourself but actually um, the water pressure from the from the tap water yeah, has been a little re- bit lower right? has been yeah. reduced in, the prof- in, in our province Gelderland yeah. um, so it's also pretty bad luckily um, there's rain upcoming, probably. Yeah. I think but it tomorrow is tomorrow or something, right? Tomorrow it yeah. might rain. Um, yes. But I was interested by this, and um, I've read some articles online about this, and there was also a, a bit deep problem about the water drainage policy in the Netherlands overall, because yeah, because uh, our water policy, our water drainage policy is. Is, is mostly based on um, too much water and to prevent uh, floods. Yeah. Um, so the policy right now is um, not about recycling the water, but about uh, exactly giving it away. Yes. Yeah. Not about storing the water, um, but to drain it as fast as possible. Yeah. To our to the um, to the sea or to the um, IJsselmeer. So yeah, there are now like more of the extremes than. Uh, Yes. Just normal uh, yes. kind of uh, seasons. Yes. So, um, can you give us like an introduction to your case? Yes. Well, my case, um, I wanted to uh, study the effect of of these um, of these droughts on our ecosystems, and because we were, uh, I'm living actually two minutes um, away from the floodplains. I was really interested by the floodplains because um, these um, areas have a really high fluctuating water level because they're sometimes flooded mm-hmm. uh, in the winter when there's too much water 
and right now it's really dry. So I was really interested in the in the effect of that on the biodiversity in uh, in floodplains. Yeah. Uh, and for my study, I first wanted to do is in the in the Jefferswaard, but I went there and <laughs> actually the whole uh, the whole um, floodplain was closed. And uh, oh, because of, uh, there were too many people, right? Yes, it's also the, the case in the in the Blauwe Kamer. It's also really close to uh, to Wageningen. Yeah. Because uh, coronavirus also. Um, yeah. They expected. And it's, and it's nice weather. Everyone wants to take a swim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, you can't keep that uh, one and a half meter uh, distance. Yeah. No. no. So that, that that was what they were really worried about. So they closed the whole uh, floodplain. So you had to search for a different location. So I had to search for a different location, and eventually I came up with the Jefferswaard. Um, it's also a floodplain situated in Rhenen. On the west side of Rhenen, and uh, it's it's not as big as the the Wageningse Gul here in Wageningen, but it's quite big. And um, and uh, um, biodiversity is about similar to um, to the Wageningse uh, Gul. Um, and what I did there, uh, what my research was about, so I was comparing the the, the water tables uh, with the the biodiversity. So I measured uh, the water tables with a gall and, uh, and a measuring uh, lint mm -hmm. um, in different locations, and I also uh, measured the according biodiversity with an app called PlantNet, um, which I used to uh, determine uh, the different kind of sp the different species of, of vegetation in a one by one uh, yeah one by one meter uh, area small area. Uh, and that was what my uh, research was about. So, uh, and um, what were you? Uh, what did you found? Well, um, I anticipated uh, my anticipated results were that there was um, there was a difference in uh, biodiversity. Yeah. Uh, with different groundwater tables. Uh, mm -hmm. In total, I measured three different locations. Yeah. Um, okay. And with three different water table levels. So. One location was the water level about 40 centimeters, so that's quite low. But it's quite high. Yeah, it's so quite high. It's yeah. a quite high um, water table. So the, that would be a location closer to the river, I think. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was to um, to a shallow, um, uh, shallow creek or something. Creek. Yeah, shallow creek. So I measured the the biodiversity over there, and I can and there were about 15, 16 different plant species over there. So I was wow, that's that's quite a lot, and yeah. also like different kinds of like flowers and, uh, and some bigger plants. So beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, really high biodiversity. Um, and then I went to another um, another area, and there uh, it was a bit drier, um, and the water table was about one meters and thirty centimeters deep. So it was really a, I had really a hard time to dug that deep yeah. in, the, in the ground. Also because the, the ground was quite dry. And, so you, and you did use like a tube or something, or uh, yeah, a gall. So yeah, uh, in, in Dutch it's called a grondwater for grondboor. Yes. Um, so you measure like a, a little uh, tube of about five inches or five centimeters in uh, yeah. di in diameter. Uh, and at the second location, my groundwater table was one, one thirty, one point three meters, so one hundred and thirty centimeters. And my biodiversity was also substantially lower than in the first uh, area. Yeah. Because I only measured about 
seven different plant species and also um, a different kind of plant species so more in Dutch I don't know what the English word is called but in Dutch it's called distels and uh, brandnetels so there were a lot more um, a lot more of those kind of species and less flowers and low vegetation and uh, the type of vegetation that you found uh, in the drier part mm-hmm. were it particular uh, dry type of plants like um, uh, plants that are uh, used to uh, survive uh, under very dry uh, conditions yeah I think so yeah 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 um, and I measured at the third location um, and that groundwater table was about 1.1 meters so 110 centimeters deep um, and although that's on the drier side on the on the lower table yeah. side it's quite low one, one decimeter oh, I did measure uh, substantially more biodiversity than at the, at the previous one but also I measured less uh, biodiversity than the first one so it was in the middle so that was like um, yeah, that was my my first guess. So, was, uh, so a small difference in the water table uh, is already causing a difference in biodiversity. Yeah. Okay. At least that was my that was my research. Um, uh, my research conclusion was. And um, uh, was your conclusion uh, the same as your uh, expectation expectations? Yes. 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 It was the same as my expectations, um, and I'm really worried by this because um, if we have more periods of drought like this, like we have right now, mm-hmm. in, uh, it could affect the, the groundwater table and thus uh, the biodiversity in the in the floodplains. So, yeah, uh, that's a really worrying expectations. But of course, my research was small, and um, yeah, but it had some. Clear differences, <coughs> differences. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that was what my research was all about. Uh, and Jelle, do you have any more questions? Uh, or, um, no, not really. I think that your research is very interesting, and it's uh, it gives us a clear a clear image of how uh, more dry how drier our l- land is getting. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's a good warning. Yeah. yeah. So serious stuff about uh, serious seriously stuff to think about, uh, and I hope I gave you a bit more knowledge. Uh, this will be the end of my podcast, and uh, thank you for listening. And uh, goodbye.